the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Bill O'Reilly. How are you, Bill? I'm okay, Beck. Thanks for asking. Sure. Let me just uh, get any... Do you have any additional or new thoughts on Russia and the expelling of the 60 diplomats? I mean, it's expected. Uh, Any thoughts on what it means or where we go from here? Well... You know, you'll know that I was, uh, I love to brag on your show, Beck. I know. It is is unseemly on uh, Good Friday and the beginning of Passover. It's pretty much unseemly in, well, every week, but it's been You'll you'll know that I uh, kicked off the Trump administration by interviewing a president. I know, you tell um, me every week. And my my marquee was asking him, Mm -hmm. why are you, why are you friendly with a killer? Uh-huh. Putin. Uh-huh. Why? All of us who follow international news know that Putin has an arm of assassins, and and they go all over the world and they kill people. Uh-huh. All right, and and CIA knows it, MI6 knows it, in Britain, everybody knows it. All right, and that's what happened to these people in in Great Britain. So, what do you do? I mean, Putin runs the show in Russia. He's not going anywhere. You're not going to change him. Um, if he weren't the president, he'd probably be one of the assassins. Uh-huh. I mean, did you have a look at the guy's eyes? Uh-huh. Okay. So then you have to basically take it case by case. And I think that the uh, expulsion of the Russian diplomats was something that the countries could do uh, to send a message to Putin. Does Putin care? He cares a bit. He doesn't want to be an international pariah, and I think that's how you go with him. You, you try to isolate and marginalize him personally, and maybe he'll stop a little bit. Does this really matter to anybody in their real life? No, because it's so distant. You know, it's so far away. They don't know where Crimea is, and I'm not being supercilious, word of the day, supercilious, but most people don't know where it is. They don't care about Ukraine. They don't care about how Russia operates. It doesn't touch upon their lives. So, yeah, I mean, they know Putin's a bad guy who runs around topless in the Arctic, um, but that's about all they know about. Uh, is, is, Is this something they should care about, and if so, why? Well, yeah, it depends on what kind of a citizen you are. I mean, if you're a really hyper-aware citizen that is interested in the world, of course, you have to care and pay attention. But most people are just trying to make a living and getting through yeah. the day or the week. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm not, I don't come down on people who are apathetic about what Putin does. Or, or s- supercilious? That's me. Uh, supercilious is arrogant, means, and I'm talking down to people. Our government is charged with keeping an eye on Putin. And and so we have to have enough confidence that that our government will do that. Um, and at this point, I do. I, I think that we we're keeping a close eye on this guy. All right. Let me uh, change uh, directions on the Daily Wire. Um, ben Shapiro's people went out and they they talked to Georgetown University uh, students and they yes. asked them about George Washington. I'm sorry, not Georgetown, but George Washington University, and asked them about George Washington. I want you to listen to this audio, Bill. I'm Ami Horowitz, and I'm here on the campus of George Washington University, named after our first president and also a slave owner. I wonder if students here think we should keep the name or change it. Personally, I would change the name. I think that it should be changed. Um, 
I think that recognition is super important, and I think that recognition of recognition for who he was as a person. I don't agree with slave slave trade, so um, so yeah. Would you change the name if you could do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That, that was 1776 to 2018, um, and I think it's important that we. Realize and reupholster the systems that built us. Sure, I think we should change the name. It's not to say that he wasn't an important man back then. It's just saying that in this day and age, it's not as important. I don't think. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I say George Washington? Oh, I think about him owning slaves. Yeah. Hmm. So college kids are morons. Is, is that the headline <laughs> here? <laughs> I will All tell right, you. Yeah, I, I, I about walk. I about burst a blood vessel when. Here's when, the bigger story. Yeah. Here's the bigger story, Matt. Because I know you always hu hunger for the big story. <laughs> this kind of infantile analysis is taking hold on colleges all across the United States. <laughs> all right, because of the cowardly administrators who are put in there who kiss the butts of the far left and any radical uh, people on campus, and they don't want any microaggressions or macroaggressions. Look, these idiots uh, at George Washington University um, are ignorant. Are They want to re-upholster. I love that. <laughs> That's a great I, I want to re You know what? I want to reupholster your head and just put upholstery all over it so you can't speak. I'm a fascist. Okay. I don't have any statues, so you can't take them down. Um, George Washington, if you read Killing England, and I know you both have, all right, is a tremendous hero and almost solely responsible for the freedoms we have in America today. All the freedoms. Okay? That's the truth. Yes, he held slaves. He was a product of the aristocracy of the 18th century. All right? Yes, he did. That was wrong. John Quincy Adams and his father John Adams knew it was wrong. Washington looked the other way. You no, he not negate his whole life because he was an aristocrat in the 18th century, and that's what Southern aristocrats did. They held slaves. So... It just gets me crazy. I don't know whether you, you know what's going on in Holy Cross, College of Holy Cross in Worcester, Massachusetts. No. They have this guy uh, teaching who says that, that uh, Jesus was a drag king. Oh, quote, yeah, I saw that. A drag king. Yeah. Okay. The College of the Holy Cross at Jesuit University. Oh, well, he has academic freedom. He, you know, oh, we this don't really crazy. agree with him. This is the president of the university. Well, I said, oh, my, I don't really agree with his academic freedom. I, I, I right. sent my, I sent my daughter to Fordham University, where they promptly taught her the priests, the Jesuits, promptly taught her that the Bible was a collection of stories and none of it's true. Yeah, my daughter goes to Fordham too. Yeah, all good. right, but Fordham is a little bit better. They didn't a little give bit. In, they didn't give in to these to this uh, radical group that was telling Republican students in the Republican club, you can't go into the campus coffee shop. The, the administration of Fordham stood up to that. Okay, But you have an unbelievable wave of cowardice um, on these college campuses now, and the radical idiots know it, and they use the students. Just like they're using this uh, David Hogg kid in Florida, and I hope we get into that in the we, next segment. We are. We okay. are. Okay. They're using these kids because they know the kids are stupid, and they know the kids are motivated by peer pressure, 
And I'll tell you one more thing before you take a break, because I understand your break cycle, Beck. I study <laughs> your operation. Okay? I was thinking about sending my daughter to George Washington University, so I went down. And I checked out the dorms, and, and they're located in the city of Washington. And I walked in, and I could not breathe in the dorms at George Washington U. Do you know why? Pot. Yes. Overwhelming. You couldn't breathe in the dormitories there. So that tells you all you need to know about George well, Washington. I, I will tell you this, Bill. that the I don't think these kids are stupid. I think these kids are being misled. I think there is... Oh, uh, there is, there no, is. No, no. If you don't seek the truth, if you don't learn history, you're stupid. I will tell you that if you were growing up in today's society where almost every teacher is teaching you falsehoods and and the media is showing you falsehoods uh, and and all of popular culture is throw is showing you falsehoods. Uh, and rewarding those who fall in line with the falsehoods, I'm not sure that the average person is that intellectually curious. I I, I do blame, you know, probably 10% to 18% of the population is strong enough to say, wait a minute, stop it. Uh, no, but not everybody is cut for that kind of, uh, of travel. I will tell you, Bill, that I was ignorant most of my life because it's easy to be ignorant. It's hard to say, wait a minute, wait a minute and go completely against the grain. I think these... I, I have 18 lines for that, but I'm not going to do it because it's good Friday. <laughs> I'm telling you Beck, I'm not cutting these college students, college students, not high school kids. I, I college... understand. There's enough stuff out there. If you want to find out about George Washington, read Killing England. And I, Number I, one I, book for 12 weeks. Got it? I got it. All right. I got it. I, I just you. don't know that if calling them stupid is the way to get them to uh, be more intellectually curious. Well, look, you know me. No spin. They're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Bill O'Reilly... Good Friday. He's trying to be good, but it is Friday. Um, we were just talking about uh, George Washington University and the students that are uh, that are in college, and and Bill was talking about how they were stupid, and I I believe they are unchallenged, and I I think you know that the the tenure was meant so you could say crazy radical things, um, and how it, those radical things have have changed over the years. Um, but you can't say radical things now. You can only say you can only say Jesus was a drag king and get away with it. You cannot say that is postmodernist bullcrap. And here's why you can't have the other side. You can only challenge one direction. And so if you are unchallenged, how do you get out of that, Bill? Well, the goal of education is to seek knowledge and in order to seek knowledge, you have to seek the truth, particularly in the liberal arts. I mean, you can't go around saying that Adolf Hitler was a good guy and misunderstood. I mean, you can't be doing these kinds of things and still be operating at a level where you're a teacher or a student on a college campus. All right. So if the goal is that your opinion overrides facts, 
Yes. Then you don't have a university anymore. You don't have a college but anymore. Nobody, because of postmodernism, facts don't exist. Well, then you don't have a college campus. Yes. Then you yes. don't have one. Yes. Okay. So why don't why don't we just say do away with your grades, do away with your degree, and you can just have a you know a social time for four years? Well, haven't we already said that? Really? <laughs> Did you ever hear the academic discipline? Academic discipline means that you deal with reality. Now there are subjects that are subjective. Okay, we know that, but history is not one of them. Correct. And, and so you have a situation now where you're absolutely right that this is tolerated on college campuses. No, 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 that, no, 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 this is not tolerated. This is not tolerated. This is encouraged. This is postmodernism. There is no objective reality. There is no objective truth. That's the deal. That, the, right. that, that, well, then that should be in the brochure of the college. That we do not believe in objective reality. So send right. your student here. <laughs> yes, yes, I would agree with you. That should be in the brochure. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we know that. All right, Bill, I'm going to get to I'm going to get to the Laura Ingram uh, hog thing here in just a yeah. second. But I want to get your on this particular topic. I want to get your thoughts on on uh, on David Hogg. Without going into the Laura Ingram thing, because we're going to get we're get to that after the break. I've got about 90 seconds. Tell me your thought on these students and what the problem is. Well, I think the students, as I've said, are uh, doing a good thing by raising awareness of the debate in America over gun violence. I think that's a good thing. But it is clear to anyone who is covering the story that now the students, many of them anyway, are taking their cues, their information, their analysis and opinions from far-left people. Mm-hmm. All right, they're, they're, it's the same theme. They're not seeking the truth anymore. Or they're not seeking information anymore. They're saying, send me something in the morning that I can tell CNN, that I can say on CNN. want to get into the, the boycott now that is being conducted strangely all by his little lonesome this high school student is now conducting a boycott against loyal laura ingram because she had the audacity to say after he started complaining that he wasn't getting into the schools that he wanted with a 4.1 um she said stop whining about it this is not unusual uh at the schools that you were uh, uh, applying to well he took great offense to that and he's demanded an apology and a boycott. And Laura immediately said, I, I wasn't, you were whining. I, I'm not calling you names. I'm saying, knock it off, man. And she apologized for it, but that's not good enough. So now there is a boycott. And boy, Bill, have we not seen this movie before. And you're going to see it a thousand times again because there's no impediment to it. You know, there's no resistance to it. I see the story a little bit differently than you do. I don't think Laura Ingram should have tweeted about uh, the kids' academic situation. Um, I don't think any commentator or, or adult should comment at all about any minor's situation in a personal realm. I, I just don't think that, you know, because the, the adult has the 
the power and the the perspective that the the kid doesn't have. Even if the kid was whining, so what? The kid. So n- number wait, one. Wait, 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 wait. Everyone's stupid and there's no spin. What happened to that thing? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> and hang on. But wait a minute. Thing. But it's wait a minute. Interpretive thing. It is. Right? It is. So look, Bill. Wait. 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 What? You and I both agree when people were saying horrible things about Chelsea Clinton, you know, calling her the cowardly lion and everything else back in the 90s. We all thought that was wrong. We, we, we said kids are off limits. Don't do right. it. However, when they inject themselves in and they are being held up by the media as these gods and they have every fact wrong, every fact that I have heard okay, come out of his mouth. Now there's a different issue. Right, You're but, talking about the issue the kid's presenting, and I'm talking about his personal profile. So I don't have any, any problem with uh, anybody saying, well, we believe David Hogg is misguided because X, Y, and Z. But on his personal portfolio, I don't think that adult should be even if he's Even if he's bringing it up in the public. We even just, if he's bringing it up. He's in the public. kid. All right. Mm, okay. Okay, so... So I wouldn't have done it, and and but Laura said that she was sorry. She didn't mean to demean the kid. All right, but the big story here is within hours of Laura Ingram tweeting this about uh, the kid's college um, rejections. Within hours, that kid and his friends had every sponsor on Laura Ingram's program listed. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I can I, I bet you a million dollars media matters right there because, the, as we just said, the far left agencies are working with David Hogg and mm-hmm. his friends. Mm-hmm. All right. So they called him up or they, they texted him and said, hey, here are the sponsors, Dave. Why don't you do this? And Dave said, that's a good idea. I'll call for a boycott. And that's what they did. And then all of a sudden, a sponsor said, yeah, we're not going to advertise anymore because that's what these companies do. That's what they do. All right. So, so who, who, who is who is the media and the left creating with David Hogg? What what is the? No, no, no. But that that's not David Hogg doesn't mean a thing. The big story is where freedom of speech is really in trouble. It's in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise, and. Some of these companies will fold. So you're going to see this over and over. And and you've already seen it with me, with you, with Imus, with with Limbaugh, with Hannity. Already seen it. Okay? And now it picks up more speed. And where are the companies defending their people? Where's that? So this is the story. David Hogg is just being used. He's being used. He's now a semi-celebrity. The far left has adopted him, feeding him things that he's putting out there. Everybody knows that. But the, the, the corporations of America, I, I, I mean, are you I have into to, freedom of speech doesn't exist anymore? I, Is that what you're into? I, I have to tell you, uh, Bill, I, 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 don't, uh, I don't accept the idea that just because these are kids or they, are, uh, or they were in mourning, that we have to walk tiptoe around them. I, I really don't accept you that. Don't they have are. To on the issue. Hang on, just a second. You, you Wait and I a minute. Agree on that. Wait a minute. 
it, 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 they have engaged. David Hogg has called Dana Lash some of the worst names imaginable. She has said that uh, Marco Rubio is splattered in blood. That is, he's he's made all kinds of accusations and 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 name call. And I'm not going to name call back. I don't want to name call back. But if <laughs> you know, it's 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 one thing to say. Uh, let me play Michael Rappaport here. There's one thing to say that uh, you you know how dare you say that about this kid? He's a kid. Leave him alone. Okay. But listen how the left is responding. Play Michael Rappaport. Laura Ingram, the Fox News reporter. You filthy pig. You dog-faced animal. Remember Laura Ingram just a year ago at the Republican National Convention throwing up the Nazi salute? Look at this. Check this out. Look, look, look at the Aryan pinup girl. This is the same Laura Ingram who just a few weeks ago said that LeBron James and Kevin Durant and these athletes should just shut up and dribble. And then I said, infamously, that you should shut up and uh, a dribble. Remember her? And now Laura Ingram, this savage, this dog, this mutt. And this has nothing to do with her looks. It has to do with her behavior. The things okay, that stop. she exudes. She- Bill. I I do not want to respond in kind. He's no, a stupid. He's a. Stu- where, where are the feminist organizations? Exactly right. Yeah, exactly where, where right. They? Where are they? Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. So we all know what's happening. What's happening is the far left, with the media approval and with their encouragement and their enabling, have now said we can stop speech that we disagree with. We can stop it. We can kill it. And we can do it through boycotts. Look, this guy that you just played, nobody cares what he says. Mm -hmm. He's a, you know. He's a dope. But the boycotts, the boycotts, that's ultra serious. I I actually, I will tell you this. I don't think a lot of people even know who Michael Rappaport is, and I no, celebrate that. So, I, I was struggling to put his face in right, the Okay, so, Right. So, uh, you know, I, I get that. However, language and what we're saying on uh, Twitter and Facebook and in blogs, it does matter. When we're starting to call people vermin, that does matter. History shows us when you dehumanize people, it does matter. Well, I'm sure that the feminist organizations are going to be all over Mr. Rappaport. I'm, I'm sure that next Friday when we speak, we'll all oh, look at the feminist organizations rising up and telling him those comments are inappropriate. Yesterday, there was a there was a great uh, struggle on Twitter uh, demanding facts and sources. And so I had to uh, share with them NBC News. Um, and yet still people didn't believe that the Pulse nightclub shooting, the first uh, the first target was Disney. He was turned around by by police officers being there. They have him on tape scouting it and then coming back later with a gun, putting guns into the baby carriage and then seeing this enormous amount of people with guns and turning around, then just Googling that his target was not the gay club. That was his third choice. And he never Googled gay club. He just Googled nightclub in downtown Orlando. People don't believe that that was even uh, true. Half of the country, because no one reported on it. How do we, how do we come together, Bill, if... 
if half of the country is getting different news? No, we don't. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to happen. It maybe maybe some kind of leader will emerge. Maybe it's happened before in our history who can be so powerful in the White House that they can sweep aside the hatred that has taken hold. Possible. Probable? No. So you got two countries now. All right. And the two countries fight it out. And there are no rules. It's smear, 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 attack, 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 destroy, destroy, destroy. And that's where we are. Can you leave me with something happy? Happy Beck. Um, not selling think, anything. Not selling anything. I think, well, that's hard for me uh, because <laughs> I'm happy in the area of commerce. I am, <laughs> but I will. All right. <laughs> Easter and Passover weekends are, are uh, different than all the other holidays because there really isn't commercialism involved in them. And there's not a lot of pressure of gifts and expectations. And so. I think everybody should really, you know, turn off the TV and, uh, you know, I want them to go to BillOReilly.com, of course. But other than that, um, just have a nice spring weekend. And my tip of the day yesterday on my Twitter at BillOReilly was, if you know somebody who's alone, lives alone, invite them over for Easter dinner or Passover dinner. Even if they don't come, that's okay. But just invite them. And, and I think that, that if we all start thinking about that, people in our own neighborhoods, um, and, and you do that, how easy is that? Just do it. Even if you don't particularly like them that much. You know, so I want everybody to have a nice, relaxed weekend, including you, Beck. I want you to be relaxed. You know, Get away from stew and that kind of pressure. Um, and just, you know, let and me, then stew you, too. Get away from Beck. And let me do, nice. let me do, we'll me, do. Let me we'll do, do Media Matters work for them. Bill O'Reilly says, invite lonely people over for dinner. Bill O'Reilly, headline. Bill O'Reilly encourages cannibalism. <laughs> it's all written you for go. you. All yeah, written for I know, you. I know. Hey, have a great but, Easter and good have Friday. Have a nice weekend and uh, appreciate, of course, being on every week. It's a lot of fun. You got it. We'll see you next week. Okay, guys. Bill O'Reilly appears every Friday on this program to recap the news and give us his non-spin. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.